Hello and welcome to this week's episode from the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I am trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and my garden. Now coming up this week, I have got a single pumpkin and I'm a big believer in growing food as no doubt you know. So I've set myself the challenge for this week trying to make as many dishes out of this one pumpkin as I possibly can. And that is all going to be coming up a little bit later on. First of all, we have the first diary section. Today is Saturday the 29th of October 2022 and I have had a day at home in my garden. It's been a very productive day actually. Now first of all, went out to our front garden. As you know, this year we've been trying to use the front garden to grow food and it's been fairly productive. We've had a lot of plants in pots out there but it has brought along a few of its own problems, i.e. or the main problem I guess I should say is that I didn't really set it up or plan it well enough in advance. I just jumped in, decided that was what I was going to do and hoped for the best. So my wife had decided that she wanted to, this weekend to tidy up the front. So first of all, all I did was removed all the pots and grow bags from the front garden and moved those back out into the back garden, into the patio garden area. Now this just basically cleared out our front garden. But although I cut down a lot of the privet bushes and tried digging those out, it didn't quite work. They started to grow back and they were getting a little bit unruly. So my wife decided she was going to prune those all back and I tried digging a couple of the trees out. Unfortunately, very hard clay, very compacted ground. It wasn't easy. I managed to dig a couple of the little bushes out, but not enough really. We're going to have to keep trying over the next few weeks to keep digging them out. Now this isn't really a massive problem because what I figured is that that gives me the chance to really plan it out properly and really really design it well for next year and this is going to be one of our winter projects to really work on this front garden make it more productive but planned out a bit better and it's something I'm going to be doing throughout this winter months on the podcast. Now, while my wife continued out the front, I went out to the back garden. First of all, I went to the Christmas dinner bed and did a bit more weeding, but I also thinned out our carrots. Our carrots are actually doing really, really well in there. They're growing quite nicely, but I just needed a bit more bit more space in order for them to grow so I just thinned those out some of the thinnings I've replanted which I've followed up with a really good water but just a bit more room for them to grow the, the Christmas dinner bed is slowly becoming a bit more spacious but at the same point we've got Brussels sprouts and cabbages growing in there celery carrots we've had onions basically it's becoming nearly there ready for Christmas dinner I then went over to our tomato courgette cucumber bed, the summer bed. Now I've got to say all these beds are going to be changing over the next year in that obviously as you know I'm going to be building at least one more bed but they're also going to be a dedicated bed to a certain family. So this year has been a bit of a, a different feel to it but next year it's going to be very different but the tomatoes and the courgettes now the tomatoes produced really really well we had lots of lovely red tomatoes throughout the year 
and it was still lots of red tomatoes on the vines and lots of green tomatoes but they were starting to show signs of blight so coming to the end of the season I'm surprised that they're still holding on this long at the end of October just decided it was time to cut the plants out and get rid of them so I set to cutting out the tomatoes saving any red tomatoes and any green tomatoes and everything else just went in the compost bin. Same with the courgettes. We harvested our last two courgettes, and they were nice big size. We've done really well with courgettes, but the leaves were starting to show signs of powdery mildew, so they had to come out as well, and that just basically has now emptied this bed. I ran over this bed with a hoe, but I'm just going to let now the birds get in there to clear out any bugs and any, any bad stuff from in there over the next few weeks while I decide what is going to happen with this bed. Then following on from that I went and sowed some Szechuan pepper seeds. Now I have actually got a Szechuan pepper plant in the greenhouse which I brought from Gardeners Wild Live. A couple of years ago I tried growing the Szechuan pepper from seed but it failed. We couldn't get them to germinate and a lot of people have said to me they've had trouble getting it to germinate as well. It does need a period of cold temperature. Last time I put it in the fridge for five weeks, but that didn't seem to work. So what I've decided to do this time, I've sown the seeds in my usual seed sowing pots. And I'm going to leave this pot outside where hopefully it's going to be cold enough over the winter to see if they germinate. Fingers crossed this is going to work. This is more for an experiment to try and see if we can get these seeds to germinate. If it doesn't work doesn't matter I've still got another plant but it would just be nice to be able to actually get Szechuan pepper plants to grow from seed. Now I'm going to head indoors because I've got a rather large pumpkin that I'm hoping I can make a lot of dishes from so meet me indoors and uh, we'll see what we can do. Now happy Halloween everybody. It's Halloween and one of the vegetables that is synonymous with Halloween is of course the pumpkin, well known for its pumpkin carving. Now this year I did try to grow several pumpkin plants but they all failed for various reasons and although it's a annoying that they failed it's not a complete disaster. We've got butternut squash plants that we can use instead but over this last week I've been thinking about the pumpkin itself and I went out and bought a pumpkin from a supermarket in order to see just how many different dishes we can make from this one pumpkin. Now this pumpkin that I brought it was classed as an extra large it cost me £2.50 and when I got it home I weighed it at 4.6 kilograms. Now once I prepped a pumpkin, cut the top off and scooped the seeds out and uh, peeled the edges off, weighed the flesh that we had and it left us with four kilos of workable pumpkin. But I'll come to that in just a moment. Now first of all, I do want to say that I hate waste and that's one of my bugbears about why pumpkins are used for carving. I see pumpkins as being a fantastic food source as we're going to prove in this week's podcast and I feel that carving a pumpkin personally is very wasteful. I don't feel I could do it. Now I'm going to caveat this by saying that what you do with your own pumpkins is completely up to you. This is just my personal opinion that I feel it is wasteful just to carve them. 
Now back to our pumpkin. Now the first thing, of course, I had to cut the top off and I gave the top to our chickens. The chickens absolutely go mad for pumpkins or any squash like that. It used to be claimed that pumpkin was a wormer for chickens, but this has now been disproven. But I still feel giving it to the chickens just does them a bit of good and gives them some nice, tasty treats that they can enjoy. But once the top was cut off, that meant I could then scoop out all the seeds and all the stringy bits that come with the seeds. The very centre of the pumpkin, of course. Now I put this to one side and I washed all the seeds down. And again, the stringy bits that came off the seeds, they got given to the chickens, along with a few seeds as well. If you are looking to save some seeds to grow next year, this is the point that you want to save the seeds. And then what I did was I skinned the pumpkin as well, took all the skin off the outer edge of the pumpkin, and that left us with just the flesh, which, as I said, gave us four kilos of flesh, which I think is a pretty good amount of food, to be honest with you. Now, the first thing that I cooked was using the seeds that I've just mentioned. Some of the recipes actually called for a bit of toasted seeds, just as a bit of a garnish on top of certain things. And that's just taking a few seeds, making sure they're dry, but putting them in a dry frying pan and just getting them a bit aromatic and flavourful. Nothing hard about that. But what I really wanted to do was roast some of these seeds. So again, once all the seeds have been washed and dried with a bit of paper towel, we put all the seeds in a bowl, added a couple of tablespoons of olive oil and gave it a good, good mix, making sure all that olive oil is all over the pumpkin seeds. Then I spread all the seeds out on a baking tray to go in the oven at gas mark 6 or 200 degrees C in a conventional oven, 180 degrees C in a fan. Now, of course, at this point, we could add a little bit of seasoning, a bit of salt, a bit of paprika or something. But all we basically do is roast these seeds for about 10 minutes. They come out of the oven and there we go. We've got a nice little snack that we can eat on the go. I've got to say, I do find these pumpkin seeds to be quite tasty, but they can be a little gritty. But you know what? It's food at the end of the day and it's better than buying some crisps or something. Now, Back to the flesh of this pumpkin. Now I'd cut the flesh into quarters and I thought this might work out quite nicely to work a few meals out. The first quarter I turned into a pumpkin soup. And I want to say all these recipes that I found online to cook all this food that I'm talking about, you will find in show notes for this podcast. For the pumpkin soup, I heated two tablespoons of olive oil in a saucepan and just add in two chopped onions. And I just gently fried those onions for about five minutes until they were nice and soft. Then the quarter of a pumpkin, the one kilogram of pumpkin, I cut up into nice little chunks and I added that to the pan. And then I just cooked for about nine minutes stirring occasionally just to make sure that the pumpkin didn't stick but the pumpkin was starting to soften. I then added 700 mils of vegetable stock and got that heating up the pan with a bit of salt and pepper, brought that pan up to up to the boil then hit the heat down to just a gentle simmer until the pumpkin was very very soft. Then I took the soup mixture off the heat, added 150 mil of double cream, gave it a good stir, brought it back to the boil, then I pureed 
with our stick blender. Now at this point the soup is ready for serving. Just uh, pour into bowls, add some croutons or some toasted pumpkin seeds, whatever you might like, and there you go. But the good thing about this is it produced quite a bit of soup. And this meant that for my wife and I, we got a bowl of soup each and then we got about four bowls in the freezer ready to go at a later date. So, you know, I all love freezing food to use at a later date as well. Now, the next day I was looking for something a little bit different and I came across this pumpkin gnocchi recipe. Got to say, this was absolutely delicious. Something very, very different. So what I did with this is I, I took one of our quarters of the pumpkin and I cut it in half again. We only needed 400 grams, but I used 500 grams. I cut this 500 grams of pumpkin flesh into cubes and then I placed it in our steamer for 20 minutes until it was really nice and soft and tender. Once we hit this, I basically then used a potato masher to really, really puree the pumpkin down to a really almost like mashed potato or smashed potato a really nice pumpkin puree then I had to spread this pumpkin out just to make sure it was dry once the pumpkin puree was dry I added this into our food processor with some ricotta some grated parmesan an egg a bit of salt some black pepper and I mixed it and pureed it until it was all combined and then I added some flour and then I basically mixed this all into a soft dough. We then turned out this dough into a flour surface and basically rolled it into a log about one and a half centimetres wide. Cut this log down into two centimetres pieces and made little marks on the gnocchi. If anybody's had gnocchi, you will know what I'm talking about. We then took all these pieces of gnocchi, put them into a pan of boiling salt water and cooked those for about two minutes until they rose to the surface. Then we removed and put them to one side, cooked all the rest of the gnocchi because we couldn't do it all in one go. We had to do it in two batches. And then in a frying pan, 15 grams of butter and some olive oil just heated up on a frying pan. And again, we cooked the gnocchi in the frying pan just for two minutes, just till it started to brown. Two batches again. And then I served that with some chopped up sage leaves and a bit of butter melted over the top. Really, really delicious this actually. Really nice pasta dish and absolutely delicious and something a little bit different. Well, if that hasn't made you hungry as of yet, we will be back in just a moment with a few more recipes that I've been doing with this one pumpkin. So far, we've made three dishes. Let's head down to the allotment to find out what I've been doing down there. It is Sunday the 30th of October 2022 and I'm down on the allotment and I actually managed to get down here quite early. Well... <laughs> here's the amusing thing I find clocks changed last night we went back an hour here in the UK just closing the greenhouse so 9 o'clock became 8 o'clock and I woke up at my normal time and realised it was still quite early but I thought that was great I can get down onto the allotment and make an early start however when I checked the weather report yesterday, it said it was going to be dry this morning. So I'd planned to come down here. But clearly when I woke up, it had been raining quite heavy overnight. It had started to, to stop raining by the time I got down to the allotment. So it wasn't a complete failure. 
Now the first thing I did of course was just walk around my allotment and check on everything and I noticed that our onions are starting to show themselves which I'm very very happy about. These were only planted a couple of weeks ago so very very happy with that. And then I checked on the garlic and at first I thought they weren't showing any signs of life but then I noticed the very early purple white are actually about two, three inches tall, five to 10 centimeters tall. Now these were only planted last week, so I am very, very impressed with that. I was also just checking to make sure none of the cloves have been pulled out by birds, which by the looks of it, hasn't happened. Just getting that garlic in though, I'm really happy with seeing it really start to spring into life and do what I want it to do. After that, I went over to the main crop potato bed and I dug up all my main crop potatoes. Now, I've got to admit, these potatoes were pretty poor. Very, very few actual potatoes and quite a few were nibbled on by rodents of some description underground. I'm a little bit annoyed about this because about half I had to throw away because they'd been nibbled on. But the rest of the potatoes, I mean, they're okay. They're nothing amazing. Potatoes this year, I feel or the main crop potatoes certainly, I feel, have been very poor due to the weather. But I dug out the potatoes, pot them into the greenhouse to dry before they go into storage. To be honest, they're not going to last very long in storage. And uh, what we'll do, we'll just put them in the greenhouse to dry out and then they will go in damp sand, although I suspect they're going to be eaten long before that. But the main reason I wanted to dig out my main crop potatoes this week was actually so that next week I can buy and build the wood to complete these beds. And then get all the beds on the allotment built and all I've got to then worry about is just keeping them tidy and maintained over the winter months. I then went down to the bottom half of the plot, 128B, and I was having a bit of a tidy up. I pulled the streamer out to stream down the grass, but just as I started, it made a funny noise, and then I realised that we had run out of cord, and I don't have any spare cord with me to carry on. So what I'm going to have to do is come down during the week, probably when it's dark, and get the grass areas strimmed. They do need a damn good stream. I continued just tidying up the bottom half of the plot, just trying to make it look a little bit better. I believe we're going to get our final inspection this week, so I just want it to look in a decent state. I did move over some of my plants in pots, so I've got a collection of daffodils in pots, which were a couple of years old now. I just leave them in the pots just to add a bit of colour in the springtime. But also my saffron crocuses, which are also in pots. I've moved those over on top of a wooden box just to keep them there for the time being but a couple of those have flowered and are producing saffron. Unfortunately because it's so wet I cannot harvest the saffron because it just sort of dissolves into the water. I need to wait for it to be a little bit drier before I then harvest those saffron. It reminds me, I've got to check on my saffron at home. I did have a quick look yesterday and I couldn't see anything. But I think from now on, I've got to keep a constant check on my saffron crocuses just so I can continue to harvest plenty of saffron in order to to, um, get a decent amount of saffron. I love growing saffron. Don't get much from it. Very little actual saffron that we, we can use. But it is such a pretty plant that I just love it. 
Well, that's what I've been up to today on the allotment. I'm going to head on home and continue to try and cook several dishes from that one pumpkin. Well, I hope you are feeling hungry again and we're looking for ideas for pumpkins because we're going to carry on with some of these meals that I have cooked over this last week using the pumpkin. Now, my next recipe idea that I discovered is called squash mustard and gouria gratin. This was absolutely delicious as well. And it used about another quarter of this pumpkin. So we're using a good chunk of this pumpkin up. Now what we had to do was just uh, heat a bit of oil and butter in a large frying pan and we sliced two onions placed in that frying pan and just gently cooked those slices for about 10-15 minutes until they were nice and soft. In the meantime we had put a couple of cloves of garlic and a few sage leaves into a saucepan with some cream and milk. We just gently heated that cream and milk mixture, not allowing it to boil, just gently heating for about five minutes. We then set it outside to cool down. Then we took the sage and garlic out. Then we stirred in two tablespoons of whole grain mustard and mixed it, added a bit of seasoning, and that was the sauce already made. Now we're going to cook this straight away and eat it that night. So we preheated the oven to gas mark four. We sliced a quarter of our pumpkin into slices and placed that layered with the onions in a baking tray. We grated over some gouria cheese. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's a really nice, tasty cheese. And then poured over the cream milk mixture. Then we placed that into the oven for 45 minutes, covered with tinfoil, and baked that. And then we took the tinfoil off, turned the heat up to gas mark 6, and cooked it for another 30 minutes, and nice and golden brown, and served that. Again, absolutely delicious. Really tasty way, and something a little bit different. Now, the following day, we were looking to use up the little eighth of the pumpkin that we had. So I chopped that into some cubes and baked that in the oven, guess mark four, for about 30 minutes. And the reason for this is we're going to make pumpkin risotto. Now, when it comes to making a risotto, you've got to treat it with a lot of love. So we take a litre of vegetable stock and put that on a hob and just gently heat that. Not overly hot, but just gently heat it. Then in another pan, we take some crushed garlic and some spring onions and we put that in a pan with a bit of butter and a bit of oil and just heat that over a medium heat until it's nice and fragrant and the onions are soft, but not getting brown, just nice and soft. And then we add our risotto rice and a bit of cumin just for a bit of flavour, mixed it well to coat all the rice in that buttery mix. And then we want to add half of that hot stock and stir every now and then until it has all disappeared into the rice. Now we will have to keep adding some more and more of a stock by ladle by ladle. And this is where the love comes in. It can take up to 20 minutes, but if you take your time, cook it nice and gently, stir it occasionally so it doesn't catch and just treat it with love. Is the way it's always been described to me with risotto, treat it with love. And there you have a nice risotto rice. Then the next thing we have to do is we add in the pumpkin from the oven just mix that around, added a bit of grated parmesan 
and chopped coriander, maybe some roasted pumpkin seeds. And there you go, you've got a lovely meal. Now by now, and I'm sure you're feeling the same, we're getting a bit fed up of eating pumpkin every night. Don't get me wrong, absolutely delicious. But after four nights running of eating pumpkin, I was feeling a little bit waned. So what I came up with next, using about a quarter of this pumpkin again, we made a pumpkin pickle. Now, what we did is we took our quarter of our pumpkin and chopped it up into one centimetre cubes. Put that into a bowl and sprinkled over two tablespoons of sea salt and mixed it up really, really well left it at room temperature for 24 hours and this draws out all the water the next thing that we had to do the next day we had to sterilize any of our jars that we were going to use and then what we had to do is take the pumpkin drain all the water out rinse it and then pour that pumpkin into a large pan add some onion some apple pieces some mustard some coriander some nigella seeds sugar vinegar bay leaves and 200 ml of water over everything pull it onto a medium heat and bring it up to a simmer we then scooped out some liquid added a bit of turmeric and some flour in a small bowl to make like a, a smooth paste and then added this paste back into the pan mix it well to remove uh, any lumps and everything this just makes it a little bit firmer we left it to simmer for about five minutes and the, it started to thicken up quite nicely then we had to pour this into our sterilized jars now at this point we don't know what this pickle is going to taste like i always say with pickle it needs about a month to mature we could eat it straight away but we wanted to see it through for a little bit longer now this left us with our remaining quarter of a pumpkin but as i said we were a bit fed up with having pumpkins so we made a pumpkin puree for the freezer that we might use later on in something like pumpkin pie now puree is pretty easy to make all we do is chop up the pumpkin into evenly sized cubes and then place it in our steamer for about 10 minutes until it is really nice and soft then we run it through a masher leave it to cool pull it into bags and there it goes into the freezer we might use this for pumpkin pies or something in the future by this point we had just had enough of eating all these pumpkins as i'm sure you can imagine but for the the point of this exercise i think we had proved that we had enough meals out of this one pumpkin to see us through for quite a long time bearing in mind We've got soup in the freezer, we've got some risotto in the freezer, we've got some of the gratin in the freezer, we've got some of the gnocchi in the freezer. We've got plenty of stuff in the freezer that we can also use at a later date. So we could eat for a very long time of this one pumpkin. Well, it's time to head back to the gardening. Well, it is Monday the 31st of October 2022 today, Halloween, as I said earlier on. I'm not going to give you any more recipes today. I normally finish off on a Monday with a recipe, but I feel this has been very recipe intensive. But what I would like to ask you is how do you use pumpkin? What do you cook with your pumpkin that I haven't mentioned? Love to know a few ideas of ways that we might be able to use pumpkins. Now, if you do want to share a recipe, then feel free to share it with us on social media, in our Facebook group or anything like that, or on the website at uk. Now today, 
I have been looking at our kitchen windowsill and this was our windowsill garden. The windowsill garden has been an interesting one over this year. We, we've struggled with it a little bit in the sense that I've had so much going on that the windowsill garden has been pushed to one side. Yes, it was nice having chilies and tomatoes growing on the windowsill. But this is also the time when the windowsill garden will really start to spring into its own life. So I've spent today just checking over the windowsill garden and getting it ready to start growing. What I mean by that is clearing out any of the old plants that aren't going to do anything, washing down our trays and getting it ready so I can grow some more plants in it over this coming period. And we'll be discussing what I'm going to be doing that in a future episode. Well, that is it for this week. Like I said, if you've got any pumpkin recipe ideas you would like to share with us, then please do get in contact. You can reach me on the website at vegrowerpodcast.co.uk. You can email me richard at vegrowerpodcast.co.uk or you can find me on social media. I also have a favour to ask you. If you would be good enough to leave us a review on your podcast service, that would really help us out a lot. And if you want to support this podcast, then please do consider becoming a member of our supporters club. Details on that are on our website at vegrowerpodcast.co.uk. But as a member of our supporters club, you get seeds sent to your door every month that can be sown that very month and you also get extra podcasts behind the scenes of what's going on here at the podding shed and for that i charge five pound a month well as i said that is it for this week thanks so much for joining me i'll see you all again next time so until then please take care <laughs>